From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, June 10th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Mark Klein of Richwood in Union County became the latest Ohioan to win big in the Vaximilian Lottery. Angela Rygard spoke with Klein about how he learned he had won. Mark Klein can't believe it. So who wins, right? You know, it's always somebody else. I never expected I would win. He was home watching TV, and then he hears the doorbell. My wife looked on the ring cam and said, there's some guys out there in suits. And not just any guy, Governor Mike DeWine. I opened up the door and said, well, I recognize you and shook his hand. And he said, well, congratulations, you just won a million dollars. And while that money changes a lot, it hasn't changed his mind on this. I think it's real important that everybody gets the vaccine. Reporting in Union County, Angela Rygard. The newest winner of the Vaximilian four-year college scholarship is 13-year-old Sarah Offena of Sheffield Lake near Lorraine. Sarah says she will be an eighth grader in the fall, a little early to really think much about college. Um, I thought about going college, but I've never really like looked at colleges a lot. Summer Afana is Sarah's mother. She says she didn't hesitate to have her kids vaccinated. I'm a nurse, so I sort of have seen the the damage that COVID has done in all settings of healthcare. So when the vaccine came out and I was allowed to get vaccinated, there was no question that my husband and I were going to get vaccinated. We just felt lucky that we were able to get the vaccine and it was available to us. So For me, it was a no-brainer. As soon as they were eligible, we signed up and we took them in. Former four-term Congressman Jim Renacci, a 62-year-old Republican from the Akron area, has announced he's running for governor, setting up a primary challenge with Mike DeWine. Russ Mitchell spoke to him about his campaign. Renacci said he's getting in the race because he thinks Ohio is broken. One of the biggest problems in Columbus today is we have House members and Senate members, Republicans and Democrats, who are clearly unhappy because the governor's not listening to them. He's just doing what he wants to do. And many of the mass mandates, many of the things he did, they weren't even aware of it until after he did it. You know, I think when, when you're governor, you have to be able to work with the legislature. I'm Russ Mitchell. Governor DeWine was asked this morning about being challenged in the Republican primary race for governor. DeWine says this isn't a surprise to him. Throughout my career, there's been a rare, it's a rare time that I do not have a primary opponent. That is the nature of life. That's the nature of politics. And so there's going to going to be a primary that should not be shocking to anyone simply because there's virtually always a primary in the races. But he indicated he's in a good position to make his case to remain governor. I'll be laying out my vision for the future of the state of Ohio as we move forward. I don't think anyone has uh, had more press conferences, been out more than I have. And, you know, we're now trying to put this uh, pandemic in the rearview mirror and uh, Ohio is coming out strong Three Columbus police officers are being criminally charged for their conduct at protests in downtown Columbus last summer that were held to speak out against police brutality. Olivia Eugenio has the details. Officer Philip Walls is accused of pepper spraying peaceful protesters on a sidewalk. The second incident happened the next night. Officer Tracy Shaw is accused of pepper spraying several people who say they were walking home. The third incident also happened May 30th. A camera footage shows Sergeant Holly Canode made an arrest of a woman named Nadia Lynch. Canode claimed Lynch had jerked another officer to the ground, which investigators say body camera footage refutes. In Columbus, Olivia Eugenio. Columbus police said all three officers have been relieved of their regular assignments and will be assigned to administrative duties. 
Ohio lawmakers met this morning to hear rare bipartisan efforts to remove the former House Speaker who was embroiled in a $60 million bribery scheme that's under federal investigation. Two resolutions aiming to remove Republican State Representative Larry Householder had their first hearings at the Ohio State House, where lawmakers took the first steps in a year-long fight to address the disgraced lawmaker's presence in the House. Householder and four associates were arrested last July in a $60 million federal bribery case connected to a taxpayer-funded bailout of Ohio's two nuclear power plants. He has pleaded not guilty to the charges and has been adamant that he will not resign. In less than two weeks, 200,000 doses of Ohio's Johnson & Johnson vaccine will expire. Andrew Kinsey spoke to an infectious disease expert in Columbus about why those vaccines must be used in Ohio. We spoke with Dr. Joseph Costaldo from Ohio Health about what this means. Now, if we don't use them, Ohio can't send them somewhere else, so it's use it or lose them. So we asked why. All three of the vaccines, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, and Moderna, do not have preservatives in them. They are multi-dose vials and most vaccines that are multi-dose vials have preservatives in them. Governor DeWine says the state does not legally have the ability to send these vaccines to any other state or even country to be able to be used. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Bars and restaurants continue to struggle maintaining adequate staffing levels as business picks up. Lena Lai has more. In nearly three decades at Nico's Bar and Grill in North Royalton, owner Nico Mulajanis has never seen such a labor shortage. His help wanted ads have been out for months, not a bite. Two months. I used to have stats stacks of applications. The Ohio Restaurant Association's latest survey this week shows 91% of its members are dealing with staffing shortages and most blaming extended unemployment benefits. I'm Lena Lai. And a retired U.S. Army officer from suburban Akron is getting a chance to deliver his speech about freed black slaves who honored fallen Civil War soldiers. More on this from ONN's Dave James. The American Legion Department of Ohio says it has invited retired Army Lieutenant Colonel Bernard Kempter to speak next week at an event hosted by the organization. Kempter was speaking at a Memorial Day event in Hudson hosted by a local American Legion post when his microphone was turned off as he talked. Two of the event's organizers later resigned under pressure after Ohio American Legion officials said the decision to censor the speech was premeditated and planned. Dave James, I went in news. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.